Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Well, that's five straight now for the New England Patriots, and now the conversation can officially begin as the challenging part of their schedule begins as well. And yeah, they're very much in the conversation for, well, let's see, can they contend this year with Mac Jones, the rookie at quarterback? Good morning, everybody from ESPN Studios in New York City. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Max again. So what did we see last night besides a shutout, besides some a great defense again from the Patriots? Did we see a team that, okay, we're convinced they're back? Well, I, I would say for the time that I watched, they were doing pretty good. I, I happen That's a hot to, take. Clip that off. Send that out I, to everybody. I happened to close my eyes and realize that when I woke up this morning, there was four interceptions. But when I went to sleep, I was <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, how did that happen? And While I went you were to sleep sleeping, in Van the fourth Noy quarter, ran for a pick it, was, six. Yeah. It, it was at the end. I'm like, the game over with. And then all of a sudden, I wake up, it's four more. I mean, mm-hmm. four interceptions. I was like, how did that happen? But they're, they're good football. They're coach well. Number one, of course, they're yes. they're a well coached football team, very disciplined. Um, and they just they they got an opportunity and a chance, and I think they know that, and they're doing it the way that they should be doing it with a young quarterback with a strong defense, run the football every now and then, allow him to make one or two plays with his arm, and get out the building with a W. Can I tell you? Uh, two days ago, I sat there staring at my computer, looking at these odds. And really legitimately thinking about it. 25 to 1 odds for the Pats to win the Super Bowl. It's like, wow, I can't believe I'm looking at this line thinking about, like, do I want to do this? Like, is this the route I'm going down? Last night, granted, look, when, when they were less than, when they were on the road against the Cowboys and the Cowboys were an eight point favorite, I'm like, wow, okay, rookie quarterback on the road against the Cowboys, Cowboys eight point favorite. But that shows the power of Bill Belichick. Now that game was in, you mean the one in Foxborough? Yeah, in Foxborough. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that in Foxborough. The great finish. Yeah, overtime. in Foxborough. Sorry. Yep. They, now they're on the road against the Falcons, and they're a touchdown favorite with the rookie quarterback. I'm like, this is trending mm-hmm. in this direction for this team that gives you wins by a depth of a thousand cuts. That's what they do. It the is disciplinary. Not, right. Factor it, of it is incredible. As Charlie Weiss told us yesterday, it's pretty much the same formula as the first Super Bowl that they won there with yeah. Tommy, you, as you he calls see, him, Brady. Yeah, Tommy. The yeah. great defense. Name brand defense Tommy. then, not as much, but a lot. Of, it's amazing, too, Key. He brings back guys, Van Noy being another one of these guys, yeah. right? Yeah. They, they brings Jamie Collins. You bring yeah. them back, plug them right in. They already know the system. They know what they're supposed yeah. to do, and they, it just they can works. Teach. I mean, they don't. A lot of times when Bill makes a decision to part ways for a short period of time with a player, it's not because the player can't play and he's on the decline or anything like that. It's usually financial mm-hmm. that says, well, we can get the same things out of that position for a lesser price. And he's been right most of the time in those situations. A big pickup for them, and a lot of people are not even really paying attention to it, is Matt Judon. That was a big plus for them. He's always around the quarterback. He's always around the football. Huh? Ten and a half sacks, right? Yeah. And so you look at that, that's a huge plus. 
And so defensively, you go back to 2001 and you talk about name recognition. Yeah, you had the Willie McGinnis's high draft picks and the Teddy Bruskies uh, of the world and the, and the Vince Woolforks of the world and clogging up the middle. And you had a lot of great stuff in the Lawyer Malloys and Ty Laws in the secondary just doing things that no one else was doing inside of Bill's defensive scheme. But over time, he's been able to find players that fit that same sort of mold, whether it was moving from Vrabel and picking up a Rob Ninkovich to do that same sort of thing mm-hmm. and get the same results out of it. And that's good coaching and good preparation along with recognizing talent with a lot of coaches in the National Football League, quite frankly, cannot. Well, he also recognizes talent at the quarterback position. They get Mac Jones, and again, it's the defense that's leading the way here. No one is saying that Mac Jones' arm is the reason why the Patriots are doing what they're doing. His decision-making but it's, is, though. Right, and he, he goes for 22 of 26, mm-hmm. 207 yards, <laughs> a touchdown, a pick. He did get sacked three times. Blamed himself, though, for the sacks. He didn't say it was an offensive line issue. He said he's got to make quicker decisions. But he is a guy that is allowing the Patriots to believe Listen to, speaking of defensive players, as we give you Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, listen to Devin McCourty, who said this about the rookie quarterback and what he's showing the veterans on this team. Just poised, uh, unwavered by anything that happens in the game, um, really turning into a true leader. Uh, It's been, I keep saying it each week, it's been fun to watch as a 12-year vet, to watch a rookie come in, play for the Patriots, one of the, you know, biggest organizations you can play for in sports and just be so calm and poised week in and week out. Um, and he's leading us and helping us get these victories. That's Straight Talk, by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Is Mac Jones showing leadership skills? Is he, are, they, are they gassing him up a little too much? No. Or is he, is he emerging into a quarterback that you believe, if this team's defense is good enough to be in the Super Bowl, is he good enough to also be in the Super Bowl with this team? as their starting quarterback. Absolutely. Um, because, again, it's the situation and circumstances that he's in that will allow him to have the success to help the team get to the Super Bowl. When you go 26 or, or 22 or 26, look at that efficiency. Mm-hmm. 207 yards, touchdown, ill-advised throw for a pick. Right. Okay, fine, whatever. Late in the game. But when you watch somebody be able to be precise – in doing the things that he's capable of doing within this system, what they're asking him to do. Third and two is big. Second and four is huge. Whenever I can get to that second and short, third and even shorter, I'm going to win every single time. And that's what he allows you to do. He's not putting you in third and 22. Right. You know, he's not putting you in – Second and 17. Yeah, you're not dealing with third and longs a lot of the time. He's getting the ball out quick. He's not being sacked. He's all of those sort of things. And that is because the coaching staff realized what they have. And but Stevenson also, and Harris just, you know, obviously were dominant early in the game, too, setting that tone. I'm sorry, Jake. No, ahead. no, all good. I was just going to say, we also live in a social media highlight driven world, right? Where you want to see the incredible stuff all the time, like sure. OBJ, you know, Zion Williamson. The throw of the pro day right? season. You want to see that. So, one of the most underappreciated things in sports is when you have somebody who's highly efficient and who keeps it simple. We call it KISS, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. 
Like that's one of the most underappreciated things in sports. Tim and Duncan. that's what Mac Jones does. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tim Duncan. Yeah, well, there's he, no real he, highlight there, but he's yeah. just really Gets good it done. and there's really efficient. No, there's no highlight there because of what they're doing with him right today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, that's a different conversation. Well, yeah. well, you get him here, and then you see how much you can build yeah. him, which is what they did with Brady. And I hate to yeah. make that comparison, but that's literally well, what you, they did. You, you, you're making a, a real comparison, but what happens is Brady's been to damn 10 Super Bowls. And so people, In the time since, people right. go, ah, you're crazy. Ah. Yeah. Like, no. But if you go right. back and look at the situation, exactly, it is the exact same to a T. Right. And then when they named him the starter, the first thing I said on this show when it had a different name or something, <laughs> it was like, hey, <laughs> this is what they're going to do. They're going to go Tom Brady here. This is what they're going to do. And it's what they're doing so far. All right, real quick. Schedule now. So long ago. So long ago. Schedule now really gets serious for this team coming up. All right. Now, now again, Atlanta was playing well, but they have not now the last two weeks for them. But the schedule now will really get to know this team. Are they really this good? Here's the next four. Titans at Bills on a Monday night. Then they get the bye. Then Colts. Then Bills again the day after Christmas. Jay, what do they have to do in the next four games in order to, for to me make to you believe? Uh, that they're a Super Bowl contender? Yeah. Two and two. I'm going to say two and two. I, you have to split that game with the Bills. That Key? series with the Bills. You have to split it. Yeah, I agree. Key? I, I would say based on what's three and one, man. Because I'm I'm three and one. Really? Yeah. Does I, that I, include a split with the Bills, the three and one, or does it ma- not matter to you? I think they got to sweep the Bills because they've already lost to the Dolphins. Wow. Um, That's a big ask. No, they they could do it. Yeah. This team could do it. They they should have split with the Bills last year, and this is a better team. I'll tell you what. If, than a year ago, and on top of that, when you look at the second, third remaining toughest schedule, that's today. If they it's Monday, that's not going to be that case because some of these teams going to lose. And, oh yeah, that game yeah. at the Colts is going to be tough. Yeah, but at if they get the game at Buffalo on Monday night, that game the day after Christmas in New England. I mean, think about that. You're home. So if you get that mm-hmm. first game, then you got a chance. All right, we're asking at KJ and Max on Twitter. Here's the question: Fill the blank. The Patriots are the blank best team in the NFL. What would you put in the blank? Where are they in your mind? Be part of Keyshawn J. Will Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call online. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. The fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. One NFL coach believes the children are the future. We'll tell you who it is next. KJM, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. You wouldn't let Dan call the play. He just get the title. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> trying to help him advance his career. I give Dan the title, make it seem like he's calling the plays. When the camera pans to him, I tell him to put up the, put up the call sheet. And so, act like he's really calling the right, plays. Right, right, right. Filling right, the diversity on. quote yeah. for the team. Yeah, I'm going to fill a diversity <laughs> quote for the team. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's but what you, I would but do. You, but you'd be the head coach, and you're really making the final call on the plays. Yeah, that absolutely. Was so you can, you can play the role. Yeah, you can play the role. I'll let him install in the team meetings. He can install all the plays. He can do all that. He yeah. can come up. But I'm calling it. Right. I'm calling it 100%. That happens, doesn't it? Absolutely. There's some OCs I'm that we go think down, are actually not, they're not If really. I'm going down in flames, uh-huh. I'm going to be the one that burn me up. It's funny because that ha- when that happens and you're an assistant coach and you're given credit, you become a head coach. That's what happens. You come yeah. off of a coaching tree and it's like, this guy's brilliant. We need him. In Chicago, we need Matt Nagy. Oh, this guy, he's going to develop quarterbacks. He knows offense. Look who he's worked for. Brilliant mind and Andy Reid. Let's bring him in here. How's it working out? Here's the thing with Nagy that, like, there's a couple of things that he said in his press conference yesterday. There are things that he says in his press conference every day. I keep going, pretty much right. I keep going back to if I'm the PR guy, every day you're like this. Just stop talking, please. So, first, before we get to some, some of his issues as a coach, let's just go with this random topic of taunting in the NFL and how Matt Nagy feels like taunting doesn't belong in the game. Some people are egregious with the with celebrating and it can be over the top and I think probably the biggest message is let's let's calm this down a little bit because you know um, people watch and people want to see you know a little bit of respect and a little bit of doing things the right way. It doesn't mean you can't have fun, right? But there's young kids out there right now that are watching games and what happens is you go to a one of these sporting events and you might see some imitation going on that's taking it over the top i believe the children are our future thank you thank you them well and let them lead the way show them all the beauty like all you had to do is this <laughs> give them a sense a pride a pride, a pride. boy good like man now just love do the kids just do that like that was the most captain obvious quote ever but he was, I guess he was asked the question. But but here's here's one that I love. So the Bears coming off the bye. Yeah. Well, they're not very good out of the bye. With Matt Nagy him. has not won yeah. a game yet out of the bye as head coach of the Bears. And apparently it's nobody's fault, but everybody's fault. Those are hard to recover from, but you have to. You got no choice, right? So, okay, bye week. You got to think about it even more. Guess what? We had a bye week last year, too. We lost six games in a row with a bye week stuck in between. The only way to get back to it is say, okay, why is this going on? It's no one's fault other than everybody's. 
and now we pick the pieces up what? and we, we get a chance to play a great football team that's really well coached at home. And what are we going to do about it? Well, actually, it's your fault because <laughs> you haven't prepared your team coming out of a bye. So it's your fault. You, for whatever for Andy reason. Reed who never loses what, out of a bye. Why did you just what? steal my line? You just stole what I was about to say. I was literally about to you say. You were going there. I was literally about to say, you just work for a guy who never, ever loses coming out of a bye. And when you left Kansas City, you forgot to take that recipe. You forgot to take that one. Out of all of them, you forgot how to take that one. So the whole time that you was with Andy Reid, you didn't learn a damn thing. How does it work? What's, what, what, what's hard to recover from? Yeah, That's why I didn't say. What, like, a what bye is week is your team having a week off to rest and to prepare for this next opponent. That's, that's adversity. That's hard to recover from, Key. So here's, here, here's what I used to go through some of the times with some of my coaches, in particular Bill Parcells, for instance, doing a bye. So we would play on a Sunday, and the bye is the next week. Mm -hmm. But Bill would not tell us at all what the plans were for the bye. He would say, hey, see you guys on Monday. We go and watch film, whatever, run around, lift some weights, whatever the case is. Tuesday is our natural day off. Wednesday, we would go in, we would play, we still would know, I mean, practice, we still wouldn't know what the hell was going on for the rest of the week. Thursday, we come in, same thing. Friday, we come in, and he might decide at the 11th hour to cut practice short. Or he might continue to have it to the end, and we're still sitting there, so we don't have anything to do except we have a Saturday and Sunday, y'all, but guess what? We got to be back in the building on Monday at 6 o'clock in the morning. So we know what our preparation is for the next week because we basically have already gone through the game plan with those three or four days getting prepared for our next opponent the next week. And it seems like to me Matt Nagy doesn't understand that. Most people assume that bye week means you play on Sunday and Monday you're out. And Some, you don't come back until next Tuesday or The Monday. rules are different now during the bye week. Guys are gone, mm -hmm. but the coaches aren't, or they shouldn't be. Right. The coaches should be in there working, playing, doing those sort of things, planning, game planning. When I played, it was a different the way they chopped it up. They wouldn't tell you anything. Coach Dungy would say after a Sunday, see y'all next Monday if you're winning. Well, we was always winning with him, though, so yeah. True. Gruden, the same thing. See y'all see y'all next week we, we, because – the coaches stayed back. We were going to be prepared because we knew what we were doing. I just get confused. Uh, am I supposed to believe that Matt Nagy in the locker room is somebody completely different than the Matt Nagy that I hear every presser? Well, that's what they say. Well, how can that be the case? Because every time I hear him continue to pontificate, I feel like he tells me more and more about who he is, and I get more and more confused. It's no one's fault but everyone's? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know, like, and it's, it's just the things that he said leaves me baffled as a fan of a team. I completely agree. As a member of the media, I'd be sitting there wondering, like, if this is how you talk to us, like, how are you in front of a team? Because but you sound say, like you're say, saying too much and it doesn't make sense. The people that cover the Chicago I know. The Bears say that he's different with the players yeah. than he is with the media. And I think that's because some people, the media – you know, they intimidate some people. Maybe he's just not a good speaker to the media. But whatever the case may be, I have no idea what it's everybody's fault means. <laughs> it sounds like I he's really in a don't. very authoritative position, though, when he talks to the media. It doesn't sound like he comes from a place where he's intimidated. 
by the media, just in, in, in my perspective. Yeah, it's just confused. But at least, you know, he knows the children are the future. Well, the Bears, they play host the Ravens, and they're hoping to get in the zone out of the bye. Get in the zone brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. All guests, by the way, on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Jonas on the Goodyear Hotline. One team may have found their franchise quarterback. It seems like nobody's talking about it. That changes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Back goes Hurts. He steps up. He fires. Complete. Touchdown, Devontae Smith. His second of the game. You don't miss him when you have that guy back there. This is a great play call in this situation. You just got a Devontae Smith allowing him to run across the field one-on-one against Kyle Fuller, and he just gets away from Fuller and makes it an easy throw for the quarterback. Devontae Smith having a really nice rookie season for the Eagles. He and Jalen Hurts with the connection. Yes, the Alabama connection. I know you don't want to say that Hurts. You, you say in Alabama can't claim Jalen Hurts, but they were – teammates there no, to call on sports radio 94 WIP but on on Hertz in the season he's having right now for the Eagles Doug Whaley the former GM of the Bills said this to NJ.com when he asked if he'd rather have the Eagles or the Giants quarterback situation he said quote Philly absolutely with Jalen even if you get another quarterback you got a guy on a second round pick contract but you also know he's got some upside because he's shown flashes He's just got to be more consistent. So you still may have a possibility of him growing into that position. To me, this is Doug Whaley saying this, Daniel Jones, with as many starts as he has, he's pretty much what you see is what you get. So, guys, let's play a little game. See, I don't like his knockout. evaluation of either one of them, but go ahead. What don't you like about the evaluation? No, it's just fine. I do. No, no, I, I, I would like to know. I, I just um, – you say you, – first of all, you're talking about his contract. Second, you got a second. Because you don't have the fifth year option to deal with. That doesn't matter. You're gonna extend him anyway when you get to the fourth year. If you had a first round, if he was a first round pick playing at the level in which you're gonna keep him for the future, you're gonna extend him. So, doesn't matter. The fifth fifth year option is not gonna help you anyway. And then when it you just, talk about it, doesn't you don't have to get off the top. Yeah, though. you don't have to lock into him. You still give him have time without worrying about having to pick up that option. No, you don't. You in fact, in fact. Your fourth year, he becomes an unrestricted free agent. You mm-hmm. can't do anything with him except pay him. The fifth year, you pick up the option in the fourth year, and now you still got $20-some million tied up into a quarterback that you don't know if you want or not, which is Baker Mayfield. That's the value of having a first-round pick, right? Issue. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that, and then he says, well, Daniel Jones is what he is right now, I don't think so. 
think Daniel Jones can get better with a better staff around him. Okay, so with that in mind, let's play some knockout. We're going to start with with the Eagles quarterback situation and compare it to the Giants quarterback situation, and you tell me which one you'd rather have. I'd okay. rather I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. So you'd I'd rather, rather the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, and the reason the reason I'd rather have Jalen Hurts is because I think he gives me a little bit more, not just from a football field standpoint in playing the way that he plays. Everybody around him seems to elevate their game because of him. And when I look at Daniel Jones, I don't see inspired teammates when he steps on the field. Hmm. I can see that in Philadelphia, and that is a criteria that's extremely important when you have a quarterback. When a quarterback walks into the huddle, I need to see everybody perk up and everybody's eyeballs become big, Mm -hmm. not this kind of, oh, yeah, we got a quarterback who – I don't like that. Daniel Jones has some ability, has some athletic ability. There's no question. I think he could be good with the right coaching staff around him to get the best out of him. Jalen Hurts has a dynamic effect to him that I like. You want something to add, Jay, on that? No, because I would go with Jalen Hurts. It would be that simple for me too. Okay. All right. So, all right. So we 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 bring the Eagles situation forward, and now let's knock it out this way: Eagles or Browns quarterback situation? Oh yes, Baker Mayfield. And the fact that you got to pay him. I I I like the Eagles situation. I like it a lot. I think I think Jalen Hurts again is a special talent that has yet to be unleashed. He's going to continue to grow into the position. In three years from now, we're going to be talking about him at another level. Pay him at what mark, though, for Baker? Well, he won't be top of the market, but I don't think he'll be bottom either. I, I, You're going to give him at least $35 million, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I still want to range around 25 mm. You're not. I, I know you're not going to. pay that man $25 million and everybody else making 40 something <laughs> I hear you. I don't want to get in his pockets. I, I would probably go Baker. I think Baker. You're going Browns. When Browns. When, when healthy. Okay. When healthy, I like what he brings to the table. All right, so we move it forward. For, for Key, we move the Eagles forward then and compare it to the Dolphins' quarterback situation. I'd still take Jalen Hurts okay, over that, Tua. That, that was too easy. And I, I'm guessing you would do the same yes. with the Browns. Yes. Okay, we move it forward then to the Texans' Browns. quarterback situation. <laughs> Browns-Eagles, Browns, there you go. Moving on. Yeah, we move it forward Browns. to the Broncos' quarterback situation. Teddy Two Gloves. I'm taking Eagles and the Browns situation. Okay. Yep. Okay. Moving on. We move it forward to Washington's situation. Heineke, Fitzmagic. I'm still taking the Browns in in the Eagles situation. Browns. Steelers quarterback situation. I'm taking Browns. (laughs) Browns and the Eagles. Here's an interesting one. Vikings quarterback situation. I'm going to take the Vikings quarterback situation over both of those right now. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're talking about the future, well, we are we're moving ta- far beyond and into the next six, seven years. But that's what we're saying. Like we're, we're saying, what would you rather have? The situations are what? Now you have Cousins for at least what another two year, years, one right? More year. It's one more year one after more year. this. Okay, one year. Um, and then you got to make a decision there again. I'd rather have the Eagles situation. Browns. Okay, so you would rather, rather have Browns. Yes. Really? Yes. Interesting. All right. How about the Saints quarterback situation? I'd rather have the Saints quarterback situation. Cause I think what James, is their situation? Jameis. Well, Jameis. I mean, I know he's tore his ACL, but I'm assuming he's going to come back. You sure? 
Like I'm they're, assuming. They're my set- ACLs are different now. Oh, I'm not talking about the ACL. I'm talking about performance. Like, did he show you enough already to feel yeah, like that's the absolutely. guy? Absolutely, absolutely, he did. And he was going to be the doc- guy if he didn't get that ACL torn. Jay, I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna stay with the Browns. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I believe in that Saints defense. I'm not sure I believe as much in Jameis Winston. All right, the last one I'll throw at you is is probably this one's also a little bit obvious, but how about the Panthers quarterback situation or yours? I'm going with Cam for I'm the next three years, man. I'm good. Yeah. Cam I'm go- for the next three years? I'll go with Cam for the next good, two, three man. years. Yes. Does Matt Rule sound like he's all in on that? Absolutely. He, he does? Like he just wants to see it come to fruition. Yeah. That's all. The dude, man, they're getting ready to go to the playoffs, just so that you know. They okay. probably win the damn division. Just don't know. Okay? Win the division. They probably, they're sitting at five and five. Yes. They have... The Washington football team, the Miami Dolphins, the Atlanta Falcons. Then they go, I think they go to the Bills, which is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Then they got division team in the Bucks, the Saints, Atlanta and the Bucks again. I believe that's the way it's shape, shaping up for them. I, can't, I, I think I said that correctly. I could have switched some dates around, yeah. but this is just off the top of my head. Yeah, I've got you. Yes, Washington. Miami, Atlanta. Uh, Washington, Miami, Atlanta. At Bills. At Bills. Then against the Bucks at home Bucks. day after Christmas. Saints, Saints at New Orleans. At New Orleans. And they close with the Bucks. They close with the Bucks. In Tampa. Yeah, so. Why, why so, so down on Cam, last couple Al? of weeks. Why so down on Cam for well, you? Well, I'm not at all. Okay. No, he's just saying. He's just I don't saying, think Matt Rule is all in on this. He's saying that win the division. And win the division is his, his eyeballs, take. he's still stuck on this the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They won the Super Bowl and it's Tom Brady. I know what that is. And they've got depth. That's a good team. Yeah, but when's that depth? When's that exactly? Well, that's the question around the depth. Carolina has a hell of a good team too, and a nice defense. A good front line. They they, their secondary is bulked up, uh, obviously as well. But and Cam knows the division, and they don't know him like that Mm. because he's been gone. So they got to figure him out now. So we finish this game with the Carolina Panthers quarterback situation as the one. They might. You guys believe in more than any of the other ones we just named. Four weeks from now, man, they might be eight and five. Because I don't think well, Washington going to beat them. Look I don't think schedule. Miami going to beat them. And I don't think Atlanta going to beat them. Well, I mean, according to Robert Sala, Miami's got the 85 Bears on defense now. I mean, I don't know. Can It's a good thing Cam's Always a better. Always bring, 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 it back, bring it back to the Jets. <laughs> Always got to bring it back to the 8 o'clock hour yet. Let's bring it back to the Eagles again, though, for this question. If they have their quarterback of the future. Do you believe they have their quarterback of the I future? I do. I believe that Jalen Hurts is the quarterback of the future for the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's the problem. They have. Th- um, Here's well, the problem, though. Mm-hmm. When you are drafted at a certain position at a certain spot in the draft, people automatically assume that you are a second round pick because you can't be a future of something at that quarterback spot, which is not true. Drew Brees was a second round pick. He getting ready to go in the Hall of Fame. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was a later See. fourth round guy, mm-hmm. but that's Russell Wilson third round. But in people's minds, so what happens is they get a little skittish and they everything, they got to watch you closely. Everything's got to be watched very, very closely when clearly we are watching this young man perform at a very high level. If Had you made him a first-round pick, you're sitting there saying, oh, yeah, he's really playing like a first-round pick. He's, he's living doing, up to expectations. He's living up to expectations. Right. He's really doing good there, right. Bob. But now <laughs> he's a second-round guy. Who's you're Bob? sitting there going, well, you know, he did lose his job to two at Alabama, and he did. It's like no, 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 stop, 
This dude can play football. Mm-hmm. See, I, I love Jalen Hurts, but I'm not sure he's the quarterback of the future for this franchise because I'm not sure Howie Roseman fully believes in Nick Sirianni. And like having that gap to kind of play around with the fact he was second round, I think that gives him time to kind of like, all right, this is a trial period. Okay. The Eagles a trial have, period. Yeah, the Eagles situation fair. is such that they have three first round picks in next year's draft. Yes. Right? That's where I was going next. Okay, what so do they with do? those three first round picks, you you get people and build them around the kid. Because if I'm not getting if I'm not getting Aaron Rodgers, if I'm not getting Deshaun Watson, then ain't nothing to talk about. I don't want Russell Wilson. I'm not giving you two first round picks for Russell Wilson. But well, I remember Deshaun Watson was that. the was the rumor also for a while well, there. I, connected that's what I'm to saying. Philly. If, yeah. if if I can get those guys, we're having a different conversation. There's nobody coming out in the college football draft that's better than Jalen Hurts right now. I don't give a damn what Todd McShay say, Mel Kuyper, and nobody else. There's not a quarterback in college football right now better than Jalen Hurts in the NFL. But wait, by, by future, not. do you mean next three years, or are you talking about the next franchise quarterback? Well, a little of both, I think. A little of both. So you're saying Jalen Hurts is going to be the next – he's the franchise quarterback. Well, he, he would be the franchise quarterback because he's there and he's going to be there no, for the next I, several years. I'm – I mean, when I think franchise quarterback, I think guys going to be around for a long time. Well, All right, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll, you got to start with the next several. Before I, you I, I, Mel Kuyper's going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour, yeah, so we'll ask him. But he, I know so you, Mel could attack me. Very smart, very good. And we also have Dan Graziano, who just sneaked in here, hanging out with us as well, right here in the studio. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm good, Alan. How are you? We got your sneaky, mic on sneaky. now. Oh, you slip, had all like right cushions walking well, over. What, are you, what did you think, though? I don't know how much of that conversation you caught, but like the idea of we played a little game of quarterback situations. Yeah. But we started it with, with Jalen Hurts, and Key believes like not enough people are talking about the kind of season he's had. Are you hearing anything about, whether it's in Philly or around the league, about his potential and whether or not maybe the Eagles have found their guy? So you go back to the start of the season, you talk about they're projecting to have three first-round picks. This was Jalen Hurts' audition season, right? Yeah. Prove to us that we don't need to use those picks to go get a quarterback. And, you know, shaky start. I think he's, he's, he's a better player now than he was in September. He's a better player now than he was last December. Man, y'all he, crazy. He's, he's on a little bit of a roll here. He has the highest QBR in the league over the last five weeks of, of any quarterback. So it's, it's, he's, he's playing at a higher level, I think, than you know, probably some people around the league, maybe even some people in Philadelphia might have thought he would be by now. But it, it, he's got an honest chance to do it. And, yeah, look, I, I think Deshaun Watson's appealing to them. It would be appealing to me if right. everything checks out right. But Deshaun Watson gets to pick where he wants to go, and and I think there had been a sense early in the season that maybe that that the Eagles had gotten wind of that wasn't where he wanted to go. He wanted to go to Miami. So if they can't get him, and and they come out of this year thinking Jalen Hurts is good enough to be their franchise quarterback, then yeah, I think they use those three first round picks to to get you know to get him a a left tackle and, mm-hmm. and a, you know whatever whatever else they need Running right back, pass or rusher a player, right whatever. so. Yeah, I, I think he's got – and look, there's a lot of season left. I mean, he could, it could go back the other way, and, and mm-hmm. they could end the season not feeling great about him. But right now, I think you know, he's in a pretty good spot. Keyshawn J. Will, Max Allen Hunt, in for Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. We have Dan Graziano in studio, giving us a straight talk, brought by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. So we asked the question, which was brought up uh, – Doug Whaley actually uh, picked one of these teams – Better quarterback situation, the Eagles or the Giants with Daniel Jones? Before I give you Doug's answer, what answer would you give me? Uh, I think they're still they're both unknowns. I think I mean I think there's I think there's less time left on Daniel Jones's you know prove it clock. Look, he's going to have a game Monday night uh, where he's got everybody 
<laughs> or close to everybody. And, and, you know, Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley, all these guys he was supposed to have. And if he puts up big numbers with those guys on the field, then you start to say, okay, this is what we had in mind. But if he doesn't, then, you know, you have to reassess. So I think the Eagles are in a better sh- – the Eagles are in a better position because there's more they can do. Uh, the Giants have to decide on Daniel Jones' fifth-year option by you know, May 1st, so they're going to have to know what, what their other options are before then, whether it's free agency the draft. Whereas the Eagles have the three first-round picks. Giants have two. That's a tough question. I guess the Eagles. I'm going to use the, the number of first-round picks as the tiebreaker because the Eagles have three. They have more options. Yeah, Doug said the Eagles, but he based it on the fact that Jalen's on a second-round pick contract, so mm-hmm. he doesn't have that. You don't have to deal with the fifth-year option and that well, right, but heavy he, decision. You just have free agency sooner. That's, that's what the said. same right. thing that's I said. said. Yep. Like that's yeah. the same exact thing I said. Is you just got free agency yeah. sooner? That's why I didn't like what he said. You, yeah. Now the Dan said, "You understand, understand what I'm saying, Jay?" It, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I got the fifth-year option, but if I'm exercising the fifth-year option in his fourth year, it's the same as him yeah. going into free agency and us losing him. I guess the mm-hmm. difference is you don't have to uh, – Daniel Jones, the Giants are going to have to make some kind of decision on him heading into his fourth year. And when the Eagles – when the Eagles two years from now are heading into Jalen Hurts' fourth year, they won't have to. They could let, theoretically let him be a lame duck. So, yeah, if you look at it from a GM perspective – But if they let him be a lame duck, that means he wasn't no good anyway. Yeah, that's true. Right? Well, not necessarily because nobody uh, lets the guys Cowboys, get to the end, right? The Cowboys did it, but the Cowboys did it because they didn't. They remember they offered him the contract. He yeah. didn't want it. He said, "I'm yeah, bet yeah. on myself." But he, you know, two years on a one year contract, so it does happen. It does. We talked. Remember, we used to talk about Dak Prescott and the contract every now and then. <laughs> yeah, for like day. like once like a week, every day, six months yeah. straight. Jeez. Yeah. Every now and then, it used to come up on the shows. Dan's deadpan is the best. <laughs> Whose contract's going to be talked about? Speaking of that. Whose contract is going to be talked about like that this offseason? What do you mean, man? in terms of needing an extension? No, just that it's going to be hard to do. It's going to be. It's going to continue to carry I, yeah, on. I, Lamar, Key, Key Lamar. I think you know this. Yeah, Baker. Well, yeah. No, but he's Baker, in a fifth yeah. year. He's, he's on a fifth year option for next year. He's got a twenty million dollars insurance like policy. Eighteen point five million. Yeah, but yeah. that's yeah. still a, a huge decision they have for them to, to decide, make. Right. So Lamar, huh? Well, Lamar, yeah, because he still hasn't hasn't gotten it done. They have the fifth year option on him. More money than Baker's going to make. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, and Kyler Murray will be eligible for the first time. And obviously Daniel Jones, like we just talked about. Mm. So we were asking, uh, our callers and, and those on Twitter, this, and I want you to fill this blank too. the Patriots after last night. Yeah. Patriots are the blank best team in the AFC. Where would you put them right now? I know you love the power rank question. I like Tennessee and Buffalo, which coincidentally are the Patriots next two opponents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then do you still put. Kansas City ahead of them. They've had their issues. We'll find out Monday. Baltimore, mm, Sunday, a little shake. I mean, they're, they're a candidate for that three spot. It's a candidate for, I mean, they could go 2-0 and the next two weeks, and all of a sudden we're saying they're the best team in the AFC. But right now I would still put them behind Tennessee and Buffalo in that group. Yeah, these next four games certainly will let us know a lot about them. So, um, Dan, what do you make of the Antonio Brown yeah. situation uh, in Tampa with the alleged fake vaccination card? You so, make it at. so what do we actually know, right? We know that he had a, a personal chef who is is uh, claiming he claiming owes money. that ten thousand dollars. Yep. This would not be the first time that Antonio Brown had an issue with someone he hired and didn't pay coming back to to burn him, right? So you would think at some point you'd learn your lesson and start start paying people, <laughs> but but uh, them to go away. In terms a- of the a- vaccination B. card situation. I don't know whether he faked his vaccination card. If he faked his vaccination card, he's got a big problem because it's actually against federal law. 
And the reason people want to know why it's against federal law, the reason is there are two federal seals on the card, right? The, 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 uh, yeah, you can look and look. The CDC <laughs> no, I'm seal. I'm sorry, I'm going to look at mine because yeah, I just yes. want to make sure. And the Health and Human Services seal. And if you forge one of those, that's a federal crime. So that's why, you know, and you can get five years in jail. But I don't think as someone who, who, who uses a fake vaccination card is going to get five years in jail. That penalty is probably for people who make them and mm-hmm. distribute them mm-hmm. in, in large numbers. So, mm-hmm. But he could end up getting probation and he could end up, I mean, you don't want to be in hot water with the feds. So whatever the league's going to do to Antonio Brown if they find out this is true probably pales in comparison to the real trouble he would be in. But again, that is if, if, if. We don't know. He <laughs> denies it. The Buccaneers. And by the way. <laughs> I don't see a seal on mine. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, right make sure I'm, I'm legit. Right hand, in the upper no, right hand corner. I got the original deal, man. I ain't yeah. got the you know. So anyway, um, <laughs> if if it, if it's found to have been a forged or fake card, the Buccaneers are going to be in trouble for not catching it, and Antonio Brown's going to be in trouble as well. The league has said that it would fall under personal conduct policy, which means they could suspend him for yeah. it. Yeah, the the Bucks said that they they checked everybody's cards. Right. I guess mm-hmm. when they when they did all everything and checked out all right. So hopefully, I'd be curious to know way. what the checking process is exactly. for them and every team. Because you get, I mean, on your card, it says where you got your shot, right? Hey, mm-hmm. man, don't worry about my card. <laughs> no, no, it no, no, it does. No, I know, it does. I'm just messing with Dan. So all you do is call the whatever, Rite Aid or, or the doctor's office or whatever where you got it and find out if, if they really got it there. And if yeah. the answer is no, then it's fake. So Dan, real quick here, because we seconds. just have about a minute. Uh, again, who needs the game more, Cowboys or Chiefs, as Chiefs. Jay alluded to? Cowboys have a three-and-a-half game lead in their division. Chiefs have a one-game lead on the last-place team in their division. Like, it's not even – it's just math. Chiefs need it more. Okay. See, I think the Chiefs need it more because of the division. The Cowboys need it more because of the first-round And that buy is so critical. All right, that's Dan mm-hmm. Graziano in studio and all Different. phone guests, of course, join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Dan, thanks so much. Good to see you, man. Thanks, Always. All pleasure. Right. All right, well, you thought the regular season matchup between the Patriots and Bucks got attention – I mean, can you imagine, just picture, if you will, a Uh-oh. scenario that could be something that is a nightmare for a lot of people in the league, but for the league itself and for the broadcasting team, it would be a dream. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. 